Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. It's time to ease into the weekend now with our virtual Friday morning coffee break and uh, three good friends of the Limerick Today show joining us on the line. We have Catherine Costigan of uh, Mixed Martial Arts fame, uh, uh, entertainment and events guru, Fran O'Donnell and Linda Ledger of St. Munchen's Community Services uh, in Limerick City. And you're all very, very welcome. And the thing is, it feels like... Things are brightening up a bit, uh, doesn't it? In every sense, um, cold weather aside, I suppose, but at least the sun was uh, shining um, this morning, Fran. And I mean, for somebody like you, uh, who has been so steeped in events, um, and, you know, we've just passed, as we know, um, the Riverfest not happening, obviously, um, physically uh, this year, uh, you must be delighted at the rays of hope. Yeah, well, there is certainly a, a glimmer of light there, and it hopefully it's not the, the lights of an oncoming train. We think there is something good happening. The shoots are there, all the expressions that we've been using, but it does feel very positive at the moment. They're getting through the vaccine. Every day, if they get more people vaccinated, in, you know, more hope that we're going to come back to, uh, let's hope not the, the new norm, but normal, normal life and normal living again. Mm, and they're going down through the age ranges as well, aren't they? I mean, yeah, I think... and they're, they're getting through it. I mean, I think was it they were registering fifty sevens or something today? Yeah, somewhere around that. So that's very positive. It is very positive, and it it does hold that we will be able to get some events going, some uh, concerts, some people meeting each other, and being able to maybe shake hands once again somewhere along the line. Yeah. And I mean, you've been so involved for so long, Fran, in entertainment and events. And, and unfortunately, it does look as though they'll be the last thing to be allowed again, you know, indoor venues, indoor gigs especially. Yes. And we. the problem about that is that even, say, if everybody was vaccinated this morning and the minister says, uh, go ahead, uh, we're now in September, off you go. It will take many months of planning to get events and concerts uh, going again. So it won't be an instant start for any of the people in the event industry. No, and they have suffered so much. And I know there's been certain government supports, but the reality is they want to be out performing. And the people who help to organise events and the the physical rigours, all of that stuff that's done... They, you know, they, they need them to happen because obviously they want to be involved, they want to have purpose in their lives and they want to get paid. Yes, well, I know certain people already in, in my business that have shut and will not be able to come back again. The pub payment kept them going but didn't pay for their insurance and their warehousing and their offices and their phones and on and on and on, all their equipment. And they've had to just say, I'm sorry, we can't keep going anymore and they've had very good businesses up till now and very solid businesses but just unable to continue that's very sad it is indeed and i think you have pointed out to something that unfortunately will be a feature of the autumn and winter even um if we get to a more positive place which is there are businesses that just won't reopen yeah there are and they have already as i said i've spoken to several of them unfortunately and it's a business in in a lot of businesses that have built up for years and they had been going extremely, uh, extremely well. But over a year for not uh, being able to do any business, very few businesses can sustain that. 
Yeah. Um, Catherine, you know, you'd be a pretty yeah. optimistic person, I think, generally speaking, from uh, my experience of chatting to you anyway. But, I mean, are you, are you feeling good about even Tony Holohan, the chief medical officer last night, saying it's time to look forward to planning our summer? I think even when we went into lockdown, I just looked forward to how can we get through this? How can we support our students? We created an, an app online, a special one for the kids on iTunes. I kept in touch with them every week, critiqued all their videos. So we worked outside the box. Yes, it was very, very difficult, but we weren't going to give up on our business for 20 years. We were going to fight. That's who I am. So every day I commit to my gym and I train every day and I focus on what I can do better. And I've actually learned to go with the groove of it. It's been tough, but it's actually made me better as a businesswoman, I feel, as well, the challenges. So we're looking very forward to June and hopefully getting the approval to open. Yes, my career is very much so on hold because we can't do events, like um, Grant said. Like That used to be huge. Like The MMA events were four or five times in Ireland every year. That's, that's gone. We have fighters, we have gyms that have closed. And it's a very sad thing to see when you see a coach on the floor after 10 years and the unit is actually empty and he has nothing left. Yeah. I thought that's not going to happen to us. We can't let that happen. So we've supported our students as much as possible. And it's been a pleasure to see them evolve and keep pushing. And Catherine, is there any of the virtual stuff that you'll hold on to after hopefully in June you can Absolutely. get back to normal activity? Absolutely, because this could happen again. I am pretty sure, and I hate to say it, but I have a funny feeling when the winter comes in, no matter how much the vaccinations are, it's still going to put a little bit of a rise in numbers. I mean, it's also, of course, so optimistic, but I just feel let's be ready. If another variant of COVID comes in, that can't possibly be stopped. We constantly be looking forward to how we can evolve as businesses. And it's very, very tough, especially in a business that's limited by events or something. They can't do online training, you know, so everybody, every business is different. Yeah. And I mean, Linda Ledger, you know, after more than a year of talking in a totally empty studio, I was thinking this morning of the places we were able to do outside broadcasts of this show and hopefully would again. And that would include St. Munchen's um, Centre. And I remember the day we were out there, it was a hive of activity, huge numbers of people. You had a big event there um, everyone, you know, um, safely, but at the same time crammed in in the normal way that you would. And, and, And none of that recently. Are you looking forward to it again? We are, Joe. We, we've been kind of hit and miss on and off because Sharapati was be, you know, Sharapati, some of the education stuff, they were popping in and out. They weren't as, we weren't as closed down as the very first COVID. But now we have the dancing is back on the outside in Pods of 15 and the Sharapati there, you know, but they so need to see people. They're just missing the chats. They're missing everything. And we do a few drive-bys now to see the elderly and the saddest thing is we've lost so many of them. It's amazing the way the social outlet keeps them going. They really need it. It's the elderly really, really have suffered. And now, even though they've nearly all got their doubles, they're fully vaccinated. Now they're scared. They, they don't. You know, I'm glad you pointed out. that out because I think that's a huge factor. I was talking to somebody this week who was saying that, you know, despite huge numbers of older people being vaccinated, they feel that there's a deep reluctance to come out into the community after 15 months. Yeah, they're they're actually afraid. They're and they look terrible. They've all taken it so to heart about not getting the hair done, or and just so pale and frail. It's, it's shocking to see the way they've went. Uh, there was one of my lovely ladies there. She was ninety there lately now, and we went to see her. But she's petrified, and she's fully vaccinated. And even then, their friends are dying. They're not going to the funerals. They're just everything is new and harder on them. It's it's really really tough. I've. I know a lot of people are suffering, Joe, but 
they're suffering in more ways than you could imagine. And we always took for granted that they came in for bingo or the sing song or the lunch and some of them might get two buses to come. But now you see it and you see it in them. You see what they're missing. It's sad. It's very sad. And I don't know how we're going to get them back even when they're allowed back because they're petrified. Yeah, and I think that may have been where Tony Holan was coming from last night as well, you know, in the statement, because I think they're realising that that is a big factor here and that, you know, as people uh, move on in age, they need as much interaction as you can possibly do. They, they definitely do. And like loads of things were brought, you know, online bingo and all that. But unfortunately, they, they haven't got the equipment or they haven't got the know-how. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of money was given out to bring computers out and internet out. But they, they just, they wouldn't have the know or the how. And, they're, you know, it's just been so many ways it's affected them that you, you take for granted until you talk to them. Yeah. We're chatting to Linda Ledger, to Fran O'Donnell and to Catherine Costigan and we'll be back after a short break. Call Limerick Today now on 46 Well, he has taken a really good look at this and he's been discussing his approach. That's a real challenge, this one, but it looks like, yes, yes, it looks like he's made up his mind and he's going for it. He's going for it. And he's choosing the Montana decking. You can make it easy too with a little help from Chadwick's. From floors to doors, bathrooms to decking, you'll find everything you need plus friendly expertise. Check it out for yourself at your local Chadwick's branch. Chadwick's. Let's get it done! Sunrise. A moment of warmth. A time of hope. While we can't gather for darkness into light in the way we usually do, we can all share one sunrise together. The same sunrise that gives hope to those impacted by suicide each year. The same sunrise that helps Pieta raise vital funds to continue their life-saving work. So please join Pieta and Electric Ireland for a special Darkness into Light sunrise on May 8th. Because under one sunrise, we're brighter together. Sign up now at darknessintolight.ie Proudly supported by Electric Ireland. At Adams of Glynn, see Ireland's best-selling van for 2020 and Limerick's best-selling small van for 2020. The all-new Peugeot Partner with one-ton carrying capacity, unique surround vision and many extra features. Also a €3,000 scrappage deal and a low finance interest rate. Now is the time to test drive the all-new Peugeot Partner. Adams of Glynn. At Adams of Glynn. In this Friday's Irish Examiner, don't miss our special 20-page magazine previewing the hurling season. Anthony Daly and Linda McAvoy, Christy O'Connor, John Fogarty and Michael Moynihan ponder the summer's burning questions. Referee Brian Gavin runs the rule over Sinbin plans and Therese O'Callaghan on the changing face of Camogie. Plus your league and championship pull-out chart. Run rival sports coverage. Don't miss Friday's Irish Examiner. To know what's really happening, get the Irish Examiner in store or subscribe at irishexaminer.com. Live 95. Text or WhatsApp us on 086-123-9595. The Live 95 text line, powered by dinnersready.ie. Providing the highest quality meals delivered to your door. Phone 056-777-69890. Free delivery nationwide. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.
We're joined on our coffee break by Catherine Costigan of MMA fame, Fran O'Donnell, events guru, and Linda Ledger of St. Munchen's Community Services. Uh, now, a complaint about an ad for clotheslines which depicted hanging up washing as a woman's job has been upheld by the Advertising Standards Authority of Ireland, uh, one of 28 adverts found to be in breach of the code for different reasons. Um, happy to hear that, Catherine. <laughs> well, you'd think that I'd be outraged by it, but I do I do get it a little bit because women are a major consumer of that product. So I do get why the marketers would do it. Um, I do believe that what I teach the girls and the boys in my gym is that everybody is equal. So if there's work to be done, you both should be doing it. But I do remember seeing my mum do the laundry at home and my brother not do it, or my father. I do remember her mother. So it's a thing that's been passed on from generation to generation. So it's our generation that has to break it and you know again bringing up your children teaching them what's right everybody should do the work but again it's it's getting there i believe but i wouldn't be 100 percent offended by seeing a woman there because i know what they're doing marketing wise marketers are smart and they're going to go to the main consumer and a lot of that would be females yeah i mean of course i'm going to ask fran but i'm going to let him sweat for a little bit longer first linda what do you think I'm laughing, Joe, because I'm actually one of those women who doesn't know how to hang up washing. My sister kills me. She said, you're supposed to hang a pants by the legs or something to the waist. I'm the clue. I, don't, I just can't do it. So I'm, I'm a very bad example because according to my sister, I, I just don't know how to do it and I do it all wrong. So I don't understand. So I was obviously never trained. So my mother mustn't have done it either. But your sister knows how to do it, you were saying. She must have done it for everybody. <laughs> So, so, I don't know, I mean, on that basis, then, is she probably quite happy to see this ad getting the kibosh <laughs> from the Advertising Standards Authority? Yeah, I didn't even know there was a rule on how to hang up washing. <laughs> do you, Joe? Do you know the rule? Listen, so do you do it? I, I, I know the rule. Of course I do. I'm an, ex- Hello, I'm an, expert, in, I'm an expert in the area. Well, there, there's, a, there's a washing line and there are pegs and... And you, you put, you're as bad as me, Joe. You don't know the waistband side <laughs> up either. <laughs> and, you, and you put the stuff on it and, and, it, and, and it dries. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Fran? Uh, yes. <laughs> Joe, I'm a married man, right? Uh, but when I was growing up, I, my mother used to do all the washing. My brothers didn't do it. My father didn't do it. But it's now, it's it's taken for granted that everybody gives a hand and everybody is equal. You, you do what you need to do and to help around the home. And uh, I wouldn't get away with not doing it, put it that way. And I got a few, I'm sure there are very few men uh, who, uh, if they were admitting to it, they wouldn't say the same thing. Yeah. It's now the standard is the norm. But as regards advertising, I will say one thing, though, just to put the cat amongst the pigeons. We're gone so, so, so politically correct now. It's unbelievable. Mm. In general? In general, yes. I'm not talking about anybody taking offence to anything they, they say or anything like that. But just, there is no, there's no leeway in it now whatsoever. And it has gone very, very politically correct. Well, because interesting enough, some of the other ads that were found to be in breach of the code recently by the Advertising Standards Authority of Ireland, an ad for Botox was found to be in breach, as well as a chipper which described its fish and chips as fresh when the fish was in fact frozen. Um, and uh, Lidl and Tesco have complained to the authority uh, about Aldi's swap and save ads, and Aldi has also complained about an ad by Lidl. <laughs> <laughs> and they, 
and the dance keeps going. And the, and the dance keeps going. And, you know, something tells me somewhere that the people in the quiet marketing departments of the likes of Tesco and Lidl and Aldi think there ain't any such thing as bad publicity, even the odd complaint here exactly. and there. Sure, look, Joe's talking about it there, isn't he? And that's great. Yeah. Uh, um, Joe, there is no such thing as bad publicity. It has to help them in their marketing, definitely. Because now, if you're talking about all your listeners are listening up to it, so therefore they're getting free mentions on the radio the whole time. Brilliant. It's uh, good thinking. The other thing is that, you know the way they use these real families um, for yeah. these swap and saves and chops and, and, uh, and the whole lot? I don't know about you guys, but never in my family have we ever got that excited about supermarket shopping or, um, you know, the, the, the bill at the end of a month versus the bill the previous month. Now, yes, I'm a big believer in saving where you can, but, like, the levels of jumping off the kitchen counter in excitement on these ads is phenomenal, isn't it? But, Joe, we're in lockdown. There's nothing much to do but shopping. Oh, yeah, so, true. what else have we got? <laughs> Except to get excited about the shopping. <laughs> this is the new event, Joe. You know, yeah. you're going out shopping. Which oh, one are you going to? That's true. That's true. And of course, that is um, back or getting back from Monday, isn't it? Well, the hairdressers, of course, and the beauticians. Yeah. Um, and, and then I think it's click and collect, isn't it, from next week? And then from the 17th of May, people allowed to go to non-essential retail again. Will Will people go mad, do you think, Linda? Oh, they're gone crazy here. Pennies has crashed more times this morning. Oh, Penny, on all, online, yeah? You can get book into your slot and the, it's, the, the website keeps crashing. Does it really? They're all... Well, the la- I remember the last time we opened up the queues uh, from Penny's. I mean, didn't yeah. they go halfway down um, the the, uh, the docks? Like, they were, it was insane. Crazy. The amount of people we've had in this morning just to use the computers to book their slot. It's been crazy. Are you serious? Yeah, unbelievable. I'm like, are you okay? What's up to that? I think, what's the matter like? And there, there's so many. And they're all and they're they're all socially distanced, but it's like I'm having a sale, and all it is they want to use the computer and the internet. Right, crazy. Mad. The worry so that's just here now. So you can picture across the city what it's like. Mm. The other point is, and I know, you know as um, Catherine said earlier, you know we, we need to be optimistic about these things, and that's for sure. But all the talk of an outdoor summer and dining and efforts being made by councils, including the council in Limerick, to ensure that that can happen more in restaurants and when bars open and, and all of that. Um, but it's been blooming freezing the last couple of days. That's, yeah, that's just it, Joe. We're ready for outside dining, but we're not ready if it rains or there's wind because then you're not outside dining. Exactly. Yeah, very and hard with for the pods, Very, yeah, with the kids, not the same. They were to dance Monday, even though it was a bank holiday. The weather forecast was that it rained, so it was can't, so even they haven't got the full enjoyment of being outside in the pods because if it rains, they can't go. Yeah, I mean it's it's fine for you, Catherine. You'll be sparring on top of the table to keep yourself warm, but for the for us mere mortals, <laughs> well, Joe, I won't actually do outdoor training because unfortunately, um, where we are, there's big parking like a lot with cars and stuff. Because you imagine me trying to train four year olds, and then if there's wind and rain and stuff on the outside, it just doesn't <laughs> yeah. work. It doesn't so work at, we have to at wait. any time. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's true. Ireland really isn't an outdoor nation. We've never been there because we don't have the weather. We just don't. And it would be lovely when you go off to Spain or Portugal or wherever and you're looking at all the lovely cafes and restaurants and the, the street as you walk by and everybody having their glass of wine and having a nice bite to eat. And it's, it's a lovely image and a lovely atmosphere, the whole lot. We can't really do it. We can do it maybe for a week or two in Ireland. But yeah. that's about it. 
And the thing is, uh, you know, the compensation for that has always been the great atmosphere in normal times in our pubs. You know, yeah. and people will visit from abroad and go, oh, you have amazing atmosphere in your pubs. Well, the reason you don't quite have the same atmosphere is, well, of course, we are uniquely amazing, of course, in Ireland. <laughs> but on, on top of that, you get to be out more and you get to be out on the street more and the mixing is a bit different. While for us, it's, you know, long winters contained inside, um, bit of music and, you know, orange juices, of course. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> you could see it last weekend, Joe. There's certain pubs open and while the weather was out, the chocker block... And then the next day, it's a bad day and no queues, no anything, no people. Yeah. I see that um, Donald Trump, uh, you might remember him, uh, former president of the United States. Um, it appears that uh, the ban uh, on his activities on Facebook and Instagram will continue, but not a problem for Donald because he's setting up his uh, own um, social media instead. Knew it. Knew he'd do that. There's nothing yeah. stopping him. Hmm. Nothing whatsoever. Yeah. And, and I, he can do it to his kids as well. They can be on Twitter pushing his agenda. He's very clever. And as someone pointed out to me during the week, he's still four years younger at 74 than the current president of the US. So the likelihood is he, he's going to have a cut at this again in four years because mm-hmm. he only served one term. Uh, and it means it'll be, I'm back. <laughs> it looks like he is the leader of the Republican Party now. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, very much so. They all seem afraid of him, don't they? Absolutely. It's amazing. And he has a huge control over them still. And uh, what I would say is, I'm not a Donald Trump supporter by any means, but um, I don't look at CNN as much now because there's no entertainment in it. Well, do you know what? No, that's so funny you should say that because the number of people that have been complaining to me is, oh, Jaypers, you know, there's no tweets coming out of Biden. Well, yeah, that's probably a good thing. Yes, absolutely. But you'd miss the entertainment. In other words, what's he going to say today? What's he going to do? And unfortunately, there's nothing happening. And, and of course, the time difference kind of confused us a little bit because we would see the tweets maybe at eight in the morning, but he would have been tweeting in the middle of the bloomin' night in US time. Full blown. Full, full blown, full blown sort of full conversations with the Twitter sphere at 3 a.m. And you're kind of going, like, do you not have more important things to be doing, man? But apparently. Not, not really. Yeah, it was top of his agenda. And uh, it kept him where he was for, you know, a long time. Unfortunately, he had a big mouth. And what happens then, he says things and he turns people against him. But he's still, even at the election, there are people in America still believe yeah. that the election was stolen. And by the way, you look across at London today. Boris Johnson, Conservative Prime Minister, similar type personality, not quite the same, but similar to the way Trump operates. What's he done? For the first time ever, his government has won, for generations I think it's been, since the government has won a by-election. And not only that, but the by-election they won overnight was a seat held by the opposition already, the Labour Party. So it it clearly has some impact. Someone's voting for these people. Yeah. Mad. All right. Listen, thank you very much, guys. Great to chat to you. Hope you have a nice weekend and you look forward to more reopening of things from uh, Monday and Intercounty Travel is back, of course, earlier than maybe we all thought. Thanks so much to Catherine Costigan of MMA fame uh, events, Guru Fran O'Donnell and Linda Ledger of St. Munchen's Community Services. Thanks for your company all week. Stay tuned. Afternoons with JP. He's looking for Limerick's summer anthem and wants you to vote on Instagram for that after the news at 12. Thanks to Megan who produced this week. Have
Have a great weekend and all going well. We'll see you on Emery Today again on Monday, but there's loads of sport and music too on Live 95 over the next couple of days. Call Limerick today now on 461995.